Howdy, friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host, R.P. Smith. Calvin season is winding down here on the Pinecrest Ranch. We had our branding on Monday, and it went real well. A big thanks to all the friends and family that made up the crew. It's not just everywhere these days that you see 14 horses saddled up and no four-wheeler on a cattle working job. And I don't know where else you'd go to see an 85-year-old cowboy get bucked off his four-year-old horse a couple times and then take a turn wrestling calves after putting in his tour roping and dragging calves to the ground crew. My friend Clarence from up in the hills continues to be an inspiration to me and some of the younger members of the crew. My son Zane put his saddle on Clarence's horse to try to get some of the kinks out of him and decided that it was probably the dogs on the crew that were bothering the horse. This prompted Clarence's son John to offer to duct tape his wife's wiener dog to the horse's back leg and take care of a couple of problems at one time. This year we were training some new team members. A recent addition to our family, my daughter-in-law Michaela, was handling both vaccine guns and our summer apprentice Mackenzie was one of the wrestlers. I'm not sure either of these young women would weigh as much as a couple of bags of salt but they sure did a great job and seemed to relish being here on the ranch. Their enthusiasm has prompted me to do a little revision to a poem that I call Dinosaur Egg. He wears a wide-brimmed hat and his legs are bowed. No counting the calves he's wrestled or miles he's rode. Some say his breed is dying. There ain't as many as before. And soon they'll all just fade away. He's the last of the dinosaur. He's had a good life on the northern Great Plains, and his hands feel best when they hold the reins, as he sits like a king in a high-backed throne, atop the last cow pony that he'll ever own. I worked for him some when I was a kid, and longed to ride the way he did full speed. He'd push his pony, words flying from his throat as he tried to catch the yearlings spooked by the neighbor's goat. But that's been 30 years. I guess it's been a little more. And the cattle business has changed some since I was a teenage dinosaur. And it's going to keep on a-changing, that's surely plain to see. Chris Columbus must have said it back in 1493 when that plank was lowered and Spanish cows were swam onto a shore and an industry was born like none other's been before. Five hundred years of droughts, blizzards, and Brandon fire smoke. That wheel just keeps turning. We're just part of a spoke. For five hundred years the American cattleman has evolved around seasons and cycles his life is revolved, boil it down to one statement that he still holds true. Take care of your cows and your grass. They'll do their best to take care of you. You may never be rich. You could always use more. But there's still a place in this country for a young dinosaur. And somewhere tonight in their dreams a young person can see a glimpse of the hand they'd someday like to be. With a wide-brimmed hat and bowed at the leg, 
somewhere is hatching a dinosaur egg. I'm looking forward to visiting with some of you homegrown listeners in the area this week. I'll be part of the Night of Hope in Ravana this Wednesday that is taking place at the New Life Worship Center in Ravana starting at 7 o'clock. On Friday, I'll be traveling up to Burwell for the Burwell Ag Appreciation Banquet, and I'll finish out the week speaking at the Key Maine National Junior Livestock Exhibition taking place at the State Fairgrounds in Grand Island. Since it's shaping up to be a busy week, I'd better get a few things done yet this morning, hoping that the Lord blesses you real good today, and that our happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith.